start my moon circles by taking a few deep breaths. It's been a few minutes. Everybody should start to gather here live. So let's gather together. Hi, Lindsay, by the way. Um, let's gather together here and let's just find our posture if we can, wherever you are. Maybe close the eyes if you'd like to drop in a little deeper. Let's take a deep breath in through the nose. Out through the mouth. Maybe shake it all out if you need to. Sigh it out, clear the mind, drop in deeper. Let's do another deep breath. This time exhale with, with some sound. Deep breath in. And out. Just letting go. Shaking out, dropping in. And let's do one more. Maybe reaching the arms out, up, taking a nice deep stretch, really expanding the body to receive that full prana of the inhale. And letting the arms come down, <sighs> getting that nice exhale, shaking it out, letting go. This is a good time to open the throat chakra, vibrate the vocal cords. The lion likes to roar, and we're in Leo energy. So feel free to vibrate your vocal cords as much as you need to to release stress. And in fact, we will do a little bit of that tonight with lion's breath. So we're going to do lion's breath in our circle tonight to also help purify the throat, the heart, help to vibrate those vocal cords and open up the throat a little bit more. So I want to welcome you into our circle, whether this be your first time here or the umpteenth time that you've been here in a circle. I just want to welcome you in. If you are new, maybe I'll take a moment to introduce myself. My name is Bina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, a channeler of the divine. That is what Vina, my spiritual name, means. I have been leading these new moon and full moon circles, I believe, for about six to seven years now, give or take off and on to the best of my ability. There's been some times where I've had to skip a circle or a few or take a little hiatus, but for the most part, I have been showing up here for six to seven years now, leading you through new moons, full moons. We've been on Instagram, we've been on Facebook, we've been on Zoom, we have not been on YouTube yet. I am working to stream to all of the places, by the way. That's my next goal by the time we get to the new moon in Aquarius on February 9th. I'm hoping that we can stream everywhere at once, working on that technology. But regardless, I've been here for a while talking to you about the moon. Personally, I have always been into astrology my entire life. I've been obsessed with the zodiac and astrology, and I have been working specifically with the moon and the moon phases for a little over 10 years now, probably close to 11 years now. I rule my life by the moon. I run my business by the moon. I pretty much eat, live, and breathe with the lunar phases. And I believe, especially us as women, for the women on the transmission, I do believe it's important for us to be in tune with the moon because it rules our energy. I was just having a conversation with my sister today, and she said, you know, I used to never notice the lunar phases, but now I always know when there's a full moon, even if I don't keep up with the moon, I sense the energy. And she goes, I wonder why that is. Well, we got into a discussion about hormonal birth control and how many women are on hormonal birth control. I used to be on it. I was on it for about 17 years from the time I was um, 16, 17 years old, all the way up until I was uh, about 32, 33. So on birth control for a long time, but uh, hormonal birth control does, um, what, what's the word I'm trying to think? It, it muffles our ability to be in tune with nature. And so when we don't have that hormonal manipulation, our wombs are much more in tune with the moon. And our womb space, our sacral chakra, energetic womb space, whether you're male or female, you know, this space is our internal moon. And so for women, especially bleeding women, cycling women, you know, it's really important that we're in touch with the moon because it does tend to line up somewhat, somehow with our menstrual cycle as well, which is kind of cool. So I divert a little bit, but in Vedic astrology, this moon is in the sign of cancer, which is the sign of the cosmic womb. So we're on topic here. We're on track. So I've been hosting these moon circles for a long time. I'm really into astrology. I think 
it's important for us to know what's going on with the moon because it is the ruling planetary body that affects all of our water energy here on earth and yes it affects the oceans it affects the tides it affects gravity but what are we made of mostly water and so it affects us as well and energetically, we're also affected with our emotions, which are the energetic waters inside, and the moon tends to vibe with all of that as well. So it's important to know about the moon, know what's going on with it, know about each particular moon each month because they carry a different energy. And I do believe if you start to attune yourself with the moon, you will feel much more aligned with this crazy cosmic world, and you'll probably feel just a little bit more peaceful and um, able to navigate everything around you with more ease. That was a mouthful. That's okay. Do you have any questions about the moon or about Leo energy? If you do, feel free to put them in the comments if you are live. We will talk tonight about the moon being in Leo, being a wolf moon as well. We're also going to talk about Vedic astrology of this moon where the moon is still in Cancer. Now, in Vedic astrology, we're one sign back from Western. So even though the moon is considered to be in Leo in Western astrology, it's considered to be in Cancer in Eastern astrology. So we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. We're going to do lion's breath work, lion's breathing. This is a pranayama practice to help purify you and help to align with that Leo energy. And what else? We're going to do a tarot reading for this last full moon of the lunar year. And yeah, whatever else needs to come through probably be spending about an hour together. I don't suspect we'll take much longer than that. I feel like tonight's transmission is going to be pretty short and sweet. Leo is a fire sign. Fire energies are all about getting to the point and not wasting time. So with that, let's drop in deeper. Let's bring in our elements. This is something that I do every circle. I like to bring in different elements to work with, with different moons to enhance the energy to help myself align and attune. So you can use these tools as well. If you don't have these tools um, in your personal belonging, that's okay. You're still receiving the energy of these tools here through the ether, through this transmission, whether you're live or listening to the replay. But if you do have these tools, you could also work these into your own uh, magical practices, rituals traditions, moon circles that you do yourself, or maybe you just carry them or have these things on you right now or around you. So I always start with the earth element and I like to suggest a few crystals to work with. The first one I'm going to suggest is carnelian. I love carnelian. It reminds me of blood, not to be weird, but it relates to the heart. You can see this nice deep dark red and there's usually some swirls of white or kind of a brownish white gray in there. Carnelian enhances heart chakra energy. It also enhances the uh, feeling of courage and bravery. It is a stone that aligns with Leo energy. And this is a time that we want to start moving out of our heart. So Leo is known for moving out of its heart. It's a very heartfelt, heart-driven sign. But we're also in the season of Aquarius. And Aquarius energy is the cosmic humanitarian. They have a lot of concern for the world, a lot of curiosity for the world. And they want to help the world and uplift the collective frequency. So when we combine the energy of Aquarius season with this full moon in Leo, there is going to be a lot of heart energy in it. You're going to feel a lot of calling on your heart. In fact, this is also a moon where we are searching for our purpose because right now we are at the very end of the lunar year. So we have 13 moons in the lunar year. We are on the 13th full moon. This is the last and final moon. We move into the next lunar cycle ruled by Aquarius 
starting with Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, and we begin a whole new year of moons. So this is a time that we are kind of letting go of things as we prepare to begin a new chapter. And with that letting go, we might be a little bit disappointed in things. We might hold grief in our heart. We might hold shame. We might be judging ourselves if we didn't reach our goals. Um, if we are just simply letting go of something to let go of something, we might feel that void in our heart that might make us feel kind of sad or lost or feel like something's incomplete within ourselves. It's okay. I was just having this conversation with a client today about how, you know, instead of grieving all of these things that we're letting go of or all of these things that we're losing in life, can we just be grateful for the space that we have for whatever is going to come through? And we don't have to know what the next thing is. We, we don't have to have any expectations. Maybe we just create the space and we wait in the process. So in that waiting and in that letting go, there can be some feelings of the heart or if you just need to simply be brave and hold courage as you move into this next step of your life, carnelian can be a really powerful stone to have. For women, if you wear some sort of bra or sports bra, bralette, you could throw that right in the bra and keep it right on your heart. You could also you know, keep this in your pocket. You have pulse points next to your hips. So keeping this in your pocket is also getting really close to your heart energy. You could meditate holding one of these stones in your hand. You could sleep with it under your pillow, however you want to do it. You can put it in your water as you drink. Carnelian safe to put in water. A lot of different options to absorb that energy. I would also suggest possibly working with sunstone right now. I love sunstone. I think it's really pretty. It's kind of got this peachy color. It's peach and white. It is similar to citrine in the way that it uplifts the mood. It kind of brings more light into the room. You know, Diane, you were mentioning you're a Leo. You're feeling kind of gloomy and moody right now during the death of winter, right? Like if you need a little sunshine right now, if you're going through some seasonal depression, you might want to get a little sunstone in your life. Just keep this around you. Just looking at it brightens my day. I don't know what it is. There's something about the vibration of this stone that makes me feel happy. And Leo energy is all about cultivating joy and celebrating life. No matter what stage of life we're in, no matter what season of life we're in, we always are looking to find the joy in that. So if you're searching for joy right now, if you're feeling a little gloomy, moody, dark, seasonally depressed, got that sad thing going on, maybe get some sunstone in your life and bring that in instead. For saging or smudging, I would suggest doing some sort of smoke energy right now simply because again, we're in this Aquarius season of air. We have the Leo energy of fire. When you combine fire and air, you're usually getting some sort of smoke to help purify your spaces. Also, when we smudge, that just helps to clear the air. We are ending this final lunar cycle. It's a good time to purify the spaces. Now, because this is the last full moon of the cycle because this is the last lunar cycle of the lunar year there is this concept of death coming around so i actually have my rainbow smudging stick here because rainbows are symbolic of death a lot of times we talk about rainbow babies i have several rainbow babies in fact the last reiki session i had all three of my rainbow daughters came to me for the very first time it was really powerful um, we talk about animals when they, like our pets, when they uh, pass, they cross over the rainbow bridge. So there is this um, rainbow energy that comes into the idea of death and transformation. So that's, I'm just using these like rainbow um, rose petals here, but this is just the smudge that I'm using. You don't have to use a rainbow smudge stick. Any sort of smudging stick is going to be great. This is white sage, by the way, with the rose petals. By the way, rose emphasizes heart frequency. Rose is one of the highest vibrating flowers and essential oils. So if you need to vibrate higher right now, if you need to uplift your frequency, rose is the way to go for sure. And it will enhance your heart chakra in the theme of Leo energy and this moon. So I always like to first just look at where the smoke is going. Right now, it is not going to me. 
It is not going to you. It is going kind of up and out where we had everybody for class earlier and where I had my clients today, which is really interesting. It's just going in that direction. So clearly the smoke is going where it needs to cleanse, where the energy is most concentrated, but it's always good to go ahead and smudge ourselves. So I'm going to go in a clockwise direction here and just move around me. I'm going to go around to you, the technology I'm using to transmit. And this smoke is burnt. It's almost completely burned out. I don't even know if you can see that right now, but it's almost, it's done right then. And you know, I'm here in my studio space. It's very pure here. We had sound healing two sessions of it just a few days ago. And we haven't had a lot of classes because it's been snowing and winter mix. So I have no doubt the energy is pretty darn good in here, but always good to smudge, bringing in more earthly element. And then you're combining that with the element of fire that is bringing in the element of wind or smoke. Now let's move on to our fourth element and that is water. I always suggest that you just drink a lot of water around a full moon to help enhance that sensation of release and purification. This is also a time where you might be more dehydrated. The full moon is illuminated because the sun is reflecting its light and energy off of it onto earth. So we have enhanced solar energy right now and enhanced prana and that can dehydrate us. It makes our energy move around more and dry out. So feel free to just drink extra water right now. You could put some water out underneath this full moon and charge it up. Now I always get the question, what if it's raining? What if it's snowing? What if I can't put it outside? What if it's cloudy? It's okay. Put it inside in front of a window where the lunar light can shine down. If it's cloudy, it's no big deal. The moon is still in this phase of being full and the lunar energy is still reflecting down onto the earth, whether we can see it or not. So Put your water where you can, charge it up if you want, drink it to purify or use it in your practices. I also suggest working with essential oils during this time. The first oil I would suggest, I believe I suggested it last time as well with the new moon in Capricorn, peppermint. I don't have that in front of me right now, but peppermint is a super accessible oil for a lot of people. It helps to open up the throat. It supports your throat chakra and opens up your respiratory system. We used it during the new moon of Capricorn for buoyancy, to bring emotions up, to get things unbottled and unlocked. But we can use it during the full moon to simply open up our throat chakra. Leo energy is all about expression. The lion likes to roar. And we have finally moved out of the Mercury retrograde post shadow. So our throat chakras are much more open now and we are probably feeling more of a call to express ourselves. If you have children right now and your children have just become ultra defiant out of nowhere, that is this Leo full moon combined with the Aquarius season shining through and a little bit of that stubborn Capricorn ruling this lunar cycle. I don't know what has happened with my kid in the past few weeks. Number one, he's gotten extremely independent, full on potty trained, 100%. Hallelujah. Praise it all for that. But number two has gotten very defiant and very resilient and very outspoken and expressive about what he is going to do and not going to do and want to do and not want to do. And it's kind of the energy we're in right now. So I can't blame him. And he's a cancer moon, by the way, he's ruled by the moon. So if you need to unlock your third chakra to express, use some peppermint, breathe it in, put a couple of drops in your tea, maybe massage it directly on the throat, diluted with a carrier oil, don't touch it and touch your eyes, word of advice. Don't put it in your bath water because it gets to the mucosal membranes that are also in the bath water. It'll be nice and fiery and hot, won't be cooling and relaxating. Just saying, anyway, tip, tips of advice for aromatherapy. Um, another way to open up your throat chakra and your senses is through the power of wild orange. Again, a super accessible oil to use 
Wild Orange also uplifts your mood, which we can use right now. Leo Energy likes to be happy. They like to have celebration of life. So if you don't embrace that right now, then you need a little bit of assistance and maybe Wild Orange will help with that. Citrus oils in general uplift your mood, but Wild Orange is an awakener of the senses. Also, if you combine wild orange and peppermint, it's very energizing and it can be a really nice way to um, hype you up and lift up your energy without needing something like caffeine, for example. So a lot of people these days are addicted to caffeine in whatever form or fashion, but this is also the first of the year when a lot of people are trying to shift their healthy habits. So if you're trying to shift out and get rid of whatever's um, artificially energizing you, you might want to use the power of aromatherapy because that's a natural way to uplift your mood and your energetic flow. I also just like wild orange specifically because of that wild factor. Leo energy is wild and untamed. Big cat energy. So if you're looking to get a little wild and unruly right now, wild orange can also encourage that. Finally, I would like to suggest Neroli, and I have it in this beautiful little like perfume roller bottle, and I'm actually going to, I'm going to put it on my hair. <laughs> so Leo Energy really has a tendency to um, tend to the mane, be obsessed with hair. If you ever meet a Leo, they're probably obsessed with their hair. Um, Neroli is good for uplifting your mood and uplifting your frequency and making you happier. It's also good for skin and hair and nails. So you can use it directly on skin, hair, and nails just to help with that. So Leo Energy likes image um, enhancement. So if you're looking to beautify yourself right now, you might want to bring some Neroli into your life. Okay, fifth element, I already mentioned it. It's the ether. It's this internet space, this virtual digital world that we are connecting to. And it doesn't matter if you're connecting through the replay or you're here live. This is a magical space that moves beyond the dimensions of time and the physical dimensions of, you know, being in one space and being in another space. So I'm here in my studio. You're wherever you are. It does not matter in the ether. You are still receiving all of the energy of these elements and tools that I've brought into the circle. I also like using the ether because I can connect to an indefinite amount of people, right? This transmission will have infinite amounts of replays and every single time somebody tunes into a replay the energy becomes enhanced here if you watch this replay down the road and you've tuned in now the energy will feel more powerful the energy will feel more enhanced it's really incredible the way the ether works that way. So that's why I do my moon circles here and I don't do them live in my studio. I like to reach that infinite potential energy through the ether, so I do them online. I'm gonna grab a drink. I'm going to invite in the guides and guardians of these five directions just to bring in more energy and officially open our circle. A very big drink. By the way, I don't have my microphone tonight, so hopefully the acoustics are okay. They're pretty good here in my studio, but I just forgot my microphone, so no big deal. All right, so I'm going to take a deep breath here before I bring in this invocation. I want to start by inviting in the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, bringing in fresh breaths and new beginnings. Maybe just a little bit of deep breathing, deep sighs to release what we need to release from our body, from our energy, from our stress. We're going to be working with the breath tonight with lion's breath. And we invite the guides and guardians of air to be here to enhance that. We thank you for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the south with their element of fire burning so strongly with this Leo moon. Fire is transformative. It helps us to change. It helps us to move forward into a different direction swiftly. It helps us to also make decisions quickly if we need to. 
And so we thank the guides and guardians of the element of fire in the south for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the west with their element of water, helping us to move from one place in time to another, letting go of this previous year, previous lunar year, inviting in the next 13 moons to come, this 2024 year to come, next 12 months, next 13 moons. Time and water are related. We also invite in a purification of our emotions, our energy, so that we can move forward into this next lunar cycle and into this year with more joy and a higher vibrating spirit. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their water for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their elements of earth and our earthly ancestors also present now, guiding us from their past experiences, also the generational ancestors ahead of us, the family that isn't even here yet but is waiting from beyond, helping us to prepare their space and home for them to arrive. We're thankful for all of the tools, the magic, the crystals, the plants, the oils, the fire, the tools that can be present in our circle to enhance the energy. We thank the guides and guardians of Earth and the North for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the spirit realm, the Akash, whatever is beyond this planet and this dimension. Angels, archangels, holy beings, deities, cosmic social groups from beyond source consciousness, source awareness. We thank it all for being in our circle tonight to guide us and give us wisdom. Thank you for your presence from the fifth dimension. With that, our circle is officially open and even more powerful. Let's talk about things. <laughs> Let's talk what's what's going on here. We have Leo energy coming into play right now. Leo is the life of the cosmic party. Leo loves to celebrate. Leo loves to socialize. Leo loves to have fun. Leo loves attention. Leo loves to entertain. However, when you have Leo energy coming into a full moon that is halfway through a lunar cycle ruled by Capricorn and not Aquarius, there's going to be a shift in the energy. So we don't have the typical, let's go party, let's hang out, let's socialize, let's get together, let's have fun, let's be spontaneous. We don't necessarily have that energy right now. Right now, we're more in the other side of the lion that's like, let's take charge of our life let's start to rule our life with more power and control let's step into the alpha role that we're meant to serve let's learn to have fun but let's also structure it in a way that we can have fun on a regular basis and not burn out let's have times where we can be in our fullest joy and our highest spirit and either be entertained or be entertaining, but also have times where we're okay to be alone and maybe process the things that aren't as fun, maybe be a little moody, maybe be a little emotional, maybe not be in the not limelight, not have attention, not have people around us. You know, it kind of goes both ways. We have to have balance with everything. And this isn't the lunar cycle of Leo in the heat of the summer in July and August. This is the full moon of Leo that's just a little peak in a lunar cycle in the middle of winter right now. So we have to take into consideration the way the fire can burn. It can burn out of control, it can be crazy, or it can be a controlled setting, it can be a controlled burn. And that is what we are cultivating right now. That's what we're trying to enhance, is this internal fire that burns for life, right? We want life to be exciting and fun and full of joy, but we also, have to have structure around how to get there or structure on how to keep that fire burning over time. 
So the typical expression or roar of Leo that we would normally embrace underneath a Leo full moon is actually being filtered towards the expression of our wants, our needs, our desires, and our boundary setting. It's a little bit different. It's not, hey, everybody, come hang out and look at me. It's, hey, everybody, I've got some things I want to do that are exciting that I want you to see in the future, but right now a little bit of time to myself would be nice. <laughs> There's also this, hey, these are the things I need in order to have more joy. These are the things I want in order to have more success. So there's a communication factor coming into this moon. And we are being expected to let ourselves open up our throat chakra and really fully explain to others what we need, what we want, and how to get there. We also have more of an energy to self-preserve right now leo energy can be a little selfish and it's okay to be selfish sometimes we can't always be giving and there is a twist on this by the way because as much as leo energy wants to be selfish right now it is for a higher purpose so whatever you do right now whatever project you want to work on whatever dream you want to go after whatever avatar you are trying to step into and embody all of these intentions will have to have higher purpose. This is piggybacking off of the new moon in Capricorn and the energy that we had then two weeks ago that's ruling this entire lunar cycle. So if you don't know about that, go back and watch the replay of the moon circle from the new moon in Capricorn or read about it on my website. But we have a lot of purpose-driven intention going on right now. And we need to... Find ways to get back to ourselves, to nourish ourselves, to nurture our dreams, to nurture our desires, but we also need to be cultivating all of that stuff for the higher good overall. So, very simple example maybe you want to have money in your bank account, more money than you have right now in your bank account. Yes, money is a weird icky thing in the spiritual world but we're going there so let's say that you just want more money in your bank account who doesn't right well if you are working to simply put more money in your bank account right now that's not going to cut it for you so if you're trying to perhaps you are an entertainer and you're like hey everybody look at me look at me and you're putting all these performances and you're trying to get this money right now simply to fill your bank account that's not going to cut it. You have to have a bigger purpose behind it right now. So instead of spending all this time in the external trying to figure out how to gain money, you need to turn more within and say, why do I want more money in my bank account? Well, more money in my bank account would make me a happier person. Okay, given. Well, if I was a happier person, how would that uplift the collective? Well, okay, if I'm an entertainer and I'm able to put more money in my bank account to make me feel more secure and make me feel happier, then in turn, I am going to have more time, space, and energy to devote towards my craft that entertains people and I can continue to entertain, positively uplift the community and still put money in my bank account. Does that make sense? So whatever we're trying to do right now, we need to get a little selfish. We need to think about what our goals and intentions are, but then we need to attach that to the collective. It's not like you have to make more money so that you can give away all of it to a cause that you want to give to. It's about just, hey, if I had more money in my bank account, I could give to this cause every month and it wouldn't be a strain. You know, thinking about how you can play into the bigger bigger picture of the world right now. So that's what's coming into play with Leo. There's also this energy of heart connection right now. And we are going into February and Valentine's Day is a few weeks away. So we're starting to feel that right now. But whenever we have Leo energy coming in, we are going to want to 
show more affection, show more love, show more desire, show more attention. And typically, this is us wanting to get that from somebody else, but in this particular moon, it's about us giving it to ourselves. So we don't need the validation, we don't need the attention, we don't need any of that from the external, we need it from ourselves. So this is a big one right now, get selfish, to take care of yourself, figure out what you need, what you want to get more joy in your life, and then get back into your purpose-driven intentions so that whenever you uplift yourself, you improve yourself and you succeed, everybody else is uplifted and everybody else succeeds around you. Let's move over to the eastern side of the world. Like I said, there's not a lot to talk about tonight in the astrological world. I wrote a lot about this moon in the next two weeks coming up, both in the 13 Moons membership and on my website. So if you go to venalinae.com, you can read about this moon. You can read about the astrology season. You can get all that good stuff if you want to read more. There's a couple of things coming in the next few weeks astrologically that are important, but not really worth talking about right now. We can talk about it with uh, Lunar New Year on February 9th, so we'll hold off. I do want to move over to the eastern side of the world. I want to talk about Vedic astrology and the Vedic astrology of this moon. And this is something that I do every moon, by the way. And I always put out there that I am no expert in Vedic astrology. Like, if you tell me every month, like, this is the this is the Western astrology season. Like, right now we're in Aquarius. What is the full moon? Well, I know it's going to be in Leo. But when it comes to Vedic astrology, I don't know things off the top of my head. I tend to look things up, look at charts, figure out what everything is. So I'm no expert, but I do have a inner driven interest with Vedic astrology because I have been to India. I've seen the way that they view the stars and a lot of Vedic astrology interlaps and inter <laughs> interlaps overlaps and intertwines with Western astrology and a lot of times they have similar messages. So I always like to bring that into play and I will say for the past few moons I haven't had my typical Vedic astrologers to go to. They've been traveling or sick or not posting their stuff so I have had to actually research everything on my own for the past few moons and write about it fully channeled which really builds your confidence people are always like how do you know about astrology and how do you know about all this stuff i channel it i kid you not i channel it and i've been working with astrology for a long time it's very comfortable in those realms but i sit and i think about it and i meditate on it and then i just write so i don't necessarily do that with Vedic astrology. I kind of look up things and, and learn from other people, but for the past few moons, I've been channeling that too. So it's been really interesting. Sorry, that was kind of a long digression, but um, yeah, Vedic astrology is really interesting. It brings a different perspective to things and it always ties into the same themes as Western. So in the Vedic side of the world, in the Eastern side of the world, this moon is in Pushya Nakshatra. And Pusha Nakshatra is a lunar mansion. It's a couple of stars that reside in the constellation of Cancer. Remember I mentioned that in the eastern side of the world, we're in Cancer energy right now. So this constellation resides in Cancer, and it's known as the Star of Nourishment. It's actually one of the most auspicious lunar mansions of the nakshatras. It's a very uh, fortuitous nakshatra to be under. There's a lot of... Um, uh, luck and and fortune that can happen right now. There's a lot of wisdom and wealth to be gained right now. This lunar mansion is represented by an udder of a cow. So there is this nourishment of the milk of the cow, but then also there's that cancer energy playing in, which is the mother, the womb, and the child, which I mentioned earlier. So there's this sense of us that to, to parent ourselves, right? To nurture ourselves, to nourish ourselves, to get a little selfish because we can't pour from an empty cup, right? Like we have to take care of ourselves first. We have to be in our spiritual practices so that we can be a better person showing up to whatever pursuit that we're trying to tend to. You know, with this moon, 
I took a private yoga class today. I am a yoga teacher. I never had time to take yoga on my own. So I am now training once a month with another instructor who teaches an entirely different style of yoga from me so that I can take a private yoga class once a week because I need to fill my cup. As a yoga teacher, I need to be the student. I need to turn off my mind. I need to open my body and decompress in a different way. And I need to be led to that with somebody else. I need to be nurtured. I need to be nourished. And with that, I am going to turn around and nourish and nurture my students much better than if I wasn't getting that practice. So that's just one example. But this is a moon that is saying, hey, Take care of yourself so that you can take care of everything else. Get yourself at your best so that you can be your best in everything else that you do. This particular nakshatra is ruled by a um, Hindu god that is the guru to the gods, the teacher to the gods, and this particular deity is all about wisdom, right? Wisdom that we can gain right now. So this is also a time when we not only need to nourish ourselves or maybe be a little smarter about how we structure our day so we're taking care of ourselves, but it is a time to gain more wisdom and knowledge. This is a time to educate yourself. If you have certain interests that you've been wanting to pursue, if you just have a topic that you've been curious about, it's time to dive into learning more about it. I think I brought this up with the new moon as well, but especially because we're in Aquarius season now, Aquarius is an air sign that loves to learn. And when you mix that with the fire of a full moon, you really get fired up to learn something different. Going back to Vedic astrology, the reason I digressed off to that is because a year ago, a year ago, I wanted to take this Vedic astrology course online and learn more about that. I never did it. I'm feeling the call again. So this time around, I am going to try my hardest, if not now, within this next lunar cycle of Aquarius, to commit to that Vedic astrology course and learn more and enhance my practices. And this is me getting a little selfish in the realm of what I do, but taking time to learn myself so that I can in turn have better wisdom and knowledge to share with other people. So learn, educate yourself right now, gain wisdom, gain knowledge, but do it with the intent that again, you are going to share it with the world or you're going to use that knowledge and use that wisdom to uplift the world from whatever you've gained. So I mentioned that this is a very uh, prosperous moon. It's a very fortuitous moon. There's a lot of auspicious energy coming into play right now. This nakshatra in the eastern part of the world is also ruled by Saturn, the planet of karma, the planet of big life lessons. So this may be a time when you're learning a big life lesson, but this also could be a time when you're simply just choosing to grow. Let's go back to that concept of the mother, the womb, the child right now. Embrace your inner child and let yourself grow right now. Find a guru, find a teacher, find a leader, find a mentor, find somebody to help you develop personally, to help you improve right now so that you can evolve, you can transform. Remember I mentioned that concept of death right now. We are in a time of transformation in many ways. Number one, just personally, we are in the final full moon of the lunar year. We are in the beginning of a brand new calendar year. We are either at the beginning of a new era, the age of Aquarius, or at the dawn of it. This might be the final year. I believe we're in the final year. Different astrologers think differently, but we are on the verge of a lot of change right now. Pluto just moved into Aquarius for the first time since the late 1700s. So we have a lot of energetic shifts happening right now and with that we need to prepare we need to be able to be in our spiritual practices we need to be able to nurture ourselves we need to gain wisdom we need to be karmically ready to evolve and move on and become a different person in this new world so if you need somebody to hold your hand through this transformation or if you need to go through a change and you need help with it don't 
be afraid to reach out to people right now or network or ask for that help or you know hire that person on or whatever it is because we are in a time to do that the auspiciousness of this moon comes in the way of the networking of people that come your way right now and remember this came up in our card reading i believe our last card reading or maybe the 2024 reading but we're going to have a lot of networking of people come across our way we're also going to just have opportunities come our way to help us learn more and to help us get ahead without as much complication or struggle or stress. It's going to be a very easy relationship that helps you to move forward. So pay attention to what comes your way in the next couple of weeks as we wrap up this lunar cycle. There could be um, something that you gain, whether it be wisdom and knowledge or a person or whatever it may be, but there's something that you could gain to help you grow during this time and to grow really evolutionarily not like you're just moving on to a next chapter like you could really boom transform into a big person um a bigger person a different person in the next few weeks so get ready for it get ready for what's to come I'm curious to know if anybody has any questions I haven't seen anything in the comments but if you have any questions about Leo full moon by the way this is called the wolf moon as well so we have this lion moon but we also have it called the wolf moon in indigenous cultures because um this is a time when the wolves are howling a lot in the middle of winter we see the wolves out in winter so this is the energy of the wolf underneath this moon in addition to the lion but if you have any questions about that feel free to put it in the comments if you have any questions about the vedic astrology have a little heartburn, sorry. Vedic astrology of this moon, feel free to put that in there. I don't have much else to share. I'm going to share a tarot reading in a minute, but we're going to do a breathwork practice first. So some of you were in my yoga class today and you already did this and you just get to do it again. So you'll be super purified in your heart and your throat. But either way, let's practice lion's breath. I love lion's breath. It's totally weird. I love to get weird in the spirit of Aquarius season. Let's get weird together in the ether. So you can sit on your knees. That's a little bit more proper gesture for this breath work. But if you cannot sit on your knees, that is okay. No big deal. The other thing we're going to do is something with our hands. So if you can, just take your hands out in front of you as if you were pushing a wall away in front of you. And then turn your fingers away from you so now your palms are still out but your fingers are down instead of up now take that either down by your body onto the ground so now your hands are down by your sides with your fingers facing away or maybe you take those hands down in front of your knees so now the fingers are maybe even touching your knees or just right in front of them or you can put that over the thighs, but if that causes you to collapse into your collarbone and shoulders, you don't want to do that. So you can decide where you want to place your hands for this, and that's going to open up your heart. You might even feel that if you're practicing right now. This is opening up from the wrist and the pulse point all the way up the arm, and this is opening your heart chakra, which is related to the Leo Lion energy. Now the second part of this, we first have the whole body mudra or gesture, then we have the breath. The breath is an inhale through the nose, and as we exhale through the mouth, we are going to stick our tongue out, open mouth exhale, turn our head up and look up, and maybe even roll our eyes back in our head, okay? gonna look weird it's okay i'm going to demonstrate this one time at the most extreme so i'm actually going to take the, the mudra over my legs here make sure i'm out of my shoulders like a little lion perched up right so this is what it looks like And you can hear that growl, that purr. That is what we want. We want to vibrate the vocal cords. We want to break things up. We want to roar. You might get some really weird sounds there, and that's okay. You're unlocking energy. So let's try this together now. Set up your mudra, hands with fingers facing away, somewhere down in front of you, next to you, or on your legs. When you're ready, take a deep breath in through the nose. Lion's breath out. 
And just take a moment to savor it. We're gonna do this three times total. This purifies the throat, the heart. It stimulates the thymus for wellness, which is really good. All right, let's do it again when you're ready. In through the nose. Letting it all go. By the way, why do we roll the eyes into the back of the head? The eyes have nerves that are connected all the way to the back of the neck and the base of the skull, to the back of the vocal cords, to the back of the throat. So when we roll the eyes back into the head, we are opening more of the throat chakra as well, and we're activating vagus nerve, just a little bonus there. So one more time when you're ready, get your gesture with your hands, your full body mudra. Take a deep breath in through the nose, lion's breath out through the mouth. and then let it all go. Shake it out, might feel good, might have opened up some things in the sinuses or in the chest or in your airways, all good stuff. Lion's breath is empowering. It just makes you feel like a lion, right? Like an alpha just, ah, you're just roaring. Sometimes you get these really deep like growls, demonic growls, it's really kind of cool, but that's your power. Go ahead and come off your knees if you're still on your knees, just find a comfortable seat. But feel free to use that lion's breath if you need to, to purify. We want to purify our throat right now. We want to purify our hearts right now. We want to make sure that we're open for communication and expression and lion's breath can help with all of that. So enjoy. Okay, let's move on to our tarot reading. I pulled three cards tonight from the Egyptian tarot, which is all major arcana only. So I don't have any minor arcana in my cards tonight. It's all major. This is the energy I felt like we needed to work with. It's funny, I wanted to pull cards for a couple days now and write about it. Couldn't do it until today because I could not decide what deck to pull from. I always like to pull from a deck that kind of aligns with the theme of things. And so finally, today I felt called to use the Egyptian Tarot. So working with Major Arcana here, but before we do, I'm just gonna take a quick breath, a quick little prayer here. Taking a moment to thank the tarot for being in our circle tonight. We know that the cards do not lie. We trust in their messages. We trust in the wisdom that they have to offer. And we are here and open and ready to receive whatever comes through. Thank you to the cards and the messages of the tarot for being in our circle tonight. I pulled for past, present, and future. Kept it simple. For the past, I got a reversed card. I got the Emperor. I love these cards, by the way. They're really cool. The Emperor rules his life. He's got it together. He pursues his projects and finishes them. He sets goals and he reaches them. He climbs the mountain. He succeeds. He rules his life. However, he's in reverse right now. Do you feel like an emperor in reverse right now? <laughs> I'm thinking of the emperor's new groove. I just watched that with my kid the other day where he gets turned into the llama. So do you feel like the emperor that's been turned into the llama? Do you feel like you don't have any control over your life? Do you feel like you're not very good at you know finishing your projects or completing your tasks or reaching your goals? Or maybe you're just in this state of January, beginning of the year, and you're looking back over the past year and you're like, oh man, there are these things that I wanted to do that I did not accomplish. I suck, <laughs> right? Like maybe you're in that energy right now. As I said, I had a plan a year ago to do this astrology course and I didn't. It's okay. The emperor in reverse is a protection message. It's the past card. It is telling you it's okay that you didn't meet all of your goals. It's okay that you fell off track. It's okay that you didn't maybe climb to that top of that mountain that you thought you were going to climb because you needed to take time to slow down and reevaluate. You needed to make sure that that's how you wanted to rule your life or how you wanted your life to rule you, depending how you look at it. So whenever we have the emperor in reverse, and this is also number four on the card. So I do believe that this is telling us, hey, reflect on your past, 
look at what you've gained, not what you've lost, and get excited about 2024. Get excited about the year to come because maybe some of those things that you didn't complete are still calling to you and maybe you need to give your attention back to them again or maybe you abandoned ship because you needed to. So give yourself grace, wrap yourself in love around whatever you've achieved and whatever you've let go of and then just use it all as inspiration for how you want to craft and create your 2024. Ironically, the present card I got was death. Got Anubis on the card there for Egyptian mythology, god of death or leader of the souls, helps the souls cross over. I want you to know that if you ever get the death card in tarot, it almost never means real death and dying. It's a symbol of transformation. Remember how we talked about transformation tonight? We are going through transformation. We're closing out the lunar new year, right? The lunar year, sorry. We're moving into the lunar new year. So this is the final full moon of 20, sorry, calendar years and lunar years drive me crazy when they're close together. Okay, this is the final full moon of the lunar year. This is the 13th full moon. And guess what number's on the card? 13, okay? So this is telling us right now that we are in a time of letting go. Full moons are always a time of release, but we need to let some things die. We need to leave some things in our past so that we can move forward into our next evolution. With every death, there is a rebirth. With every loss, there is a gain. With every ending, there is a beginning. So we have an opportunity right now for a fresh start. We have to let go of things in order to make space for it. Maybe you have already let go of those things, and if you are in that death grieving process right now, let yourself work through it, but get excited for the space of potential that you're holding now, right? If you still need to let things go and let things die, guess what the tarot is telling you to do with this full moon? Burn it away, burn the bridges. <coughs> Excuse me. Finally, the wheel in reverse for our future card. And the number here is 10, which comes down to master number one. One plus zero is one. New beginnings. Whenever we pull the wheel in the tarot, it's also known as the wheel of fortune. Typically, if it's upright, it's all about divine intervention. It's about, hey, the next chapter is coming and you can either jump on the wheel and join or the universe is gonna put you on the wheel and make it happen. When you get the card in reverse, it's more of a protection message to say, hey, you have the reins in your hands right now. You are in control of your life and you have the ability to design it however you want. If you want to spin on the same wheel that you've been spinning on, learning the same lessons, maybe going back to some old pursuits, go ahead. If you want to go into a whole new chapter, a whole new book, a whole new adventure, go ahead. You can decide. Also, when we have this card in reverse, especially in the future card, it is telling us to take our time. So you might have not felt ready to change yet with the new year. January 1st is usually one of the worst times to make a decision to change. Dead of winter, not supported by the sun, not a good time. So if you're not feeling like you want to shift, you want to transform, get new habits, change, whatever it is, work on a new project, it's cool. The wheel of fortune in reverse or the wheel reverse tells you to take your time with it. Slow down. You might feel more called to change with the lunar new year on February 9th, starting a whole new year of moons. You might not feel called until springtime in March, whenever we move into Aries season, the first sign of the zodiac, the motivator, the go-getter, the let's start things up and get things done, right? It's okay. If you don't feel like you want to change right now, you don't have to. But if you do want to change right now, you can. Very cool reading. I think it aligns perfectly with our full moon in Leo and Pushya Nakshatra. 
Feel free to ask questions right now if you have them. We are coming right up on the hour, almost right on the dots, 9.01. So I don't have anything else for you tonight, minus our closing circle. And I just wanna make sure I answer questions. I'm gonna grab a quick little drink here. By the way, what I write about the moon and the tarot is different from what I say. I have written about this tarot reading. I have written about the moon. I've written about Capricorn season. You can go to my website, vinalinea.com. You can read about all of that stuff and find more. By the way, you might see that my website is slowly getting an upgrade to The pages are slowly starting to change, so feel free to go check that out as well. Um, I will have recordings of this moon circle and this tarot reading also up on YouTube tomorrow. So if you feel like you need to share this with anybody, you can share it tomorrow once I get that link up. I was going to say something else, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, let's talk about really quick, since there's no questions, really quick before we seal this circle, let's talk about the next time we meet. So in two weeks, it's going to be Chinese New Year, the year of the dragon we are entering into. It is also known as Lunar New Year, the beginning of the lunar cycle of the next 13 moons to come. And it's kind of a big deal in the astrology world or in the moon world like me, it's kind of a big deal. So we are going to have two celebrations or two different circles for that day on Friday, February 9th at 6 p.m., a little bit earlier than normal, we'll meet here on Instagram for our moon circle, our new moon circle honoring the new moon in Aquarius. We'll also talk a little bit about Lunar New Year. Then, if you are part of my 13 Moons membership, which you can still get in on, by the way, we will have a little virtual party to celebrate the Lunar New Year. So we're gonna be doing some card pulls. We're going to build um, crystal grids. So you'll have a crystal grid for your lunar year to work with. And just, sorry guys, I have the worst heartburn today. Um, Whatever else comes through for you, whatever else comes through for me, we're going to celebrate and meet together live um, privately to have our little private Lunar New Year party. So that's for the 13 Moons members on February 9th, but you can also meet generically at 6 p.m. on the 9th on Instagram for our circle. So those things are coming up. If you wanna join the 13 Moons membership, you can go to vinalene.com, click on store. I'm not really here to promote that, but I know several of you ladies are already in the membership. Feel free to put in comments how much you're enjoying it or if you like it. Um, lots of information there for astrology. So lots of information about the moon, guidance on how to look at your birth chart, intuitive journaling sections. There's gonna be guided yoga and meditation to come, private community, um, replays of all of our moon circles and videos, magical practices that you can do with everything. And by the way, for those of you that are members, everything's coming for the moon tonight and tomorrow. So it's coming. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. So feel free to go check that out if you want to join my membership and just dive in deeper into the cosmos with me. I do a lot over there. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for joining. I'm looking forward to the party. It's going to be fun. Thank you to everyone that is here tonight for the circle live. I do appreciate your time and your energy. I am hoping, fingers crossed, that on the 9th, we will be streaming our circle to everywhere at once. Hopefully with the technology that I am able to use, we will stream to Facebook and Instagram and maybe YouTube and my website and the membership all at once. Fingers crossed. We will see what happens. But if not, you can catch me here on Instagram. No problem. Okay, I don't see any questions. Thank you. Thank you, Diane. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, everybody else that was here. I am going to take a deep breath. I am going to let these guides and guardians go. Seal our circle up. Let us go. Feel free to join me on this deep, deep breath. I want to start by releasing the guides and guardians of the fifth element the Akash, the ether, the magical realms beyond this planet. We appreciate the wisdom you have given us tonight and we continue to hold on to your source consciousness and energy as we move through the rest of this lunar cycle. Thank you for your presence. We also release the guides and guardians of the North and our ancestors with their earthly elements and magic. Thank you for the tools that you've introduced into our circle tonight, enhancing their energy. Thank you for the wisdom that you have given us. We release you now. 
We also release the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, helping us to navigate the realms of time, helping us to purify ourselves and our spaces, helping us to process our energy and our emotions. We thank you for your presence and release you now. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire burning strongly with this Leo full moon. We use these fires to spark a drive to express ourselves more. And we also use the fire to burn away and make change so that we can transform with ease. We thank you for your presence in our circle tonight and release you now. Finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, giving us new opportunities and fresh breaths, helping to ground us with deep breaths, and helping us to see that there is always the dawn of a new day to begin again. We thank you for your presence and release you now. With that, our circle is completely closed and sealed. I thank you for being here. I hope that you can meet with me again on Friday, February 9th at 6 p.m. here on Instagram. If you can't, the replay will be available as always. The replay of this circle will be up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow. Also on my Follow Your Path podcast and the website. So feel free to check back, share it with friends, share my YouTube, subscribe if you haven't yet. Mother Moon Yoga is the name of the channel. Okay, looking forward to celebrating this full moon, getting excited for what's to come with this Aquarius season. We've got a lot of hype energy on the rise, so get ready to embrace it. Embrace your joy. Prioritize fun right now. Prioritize happiness. Uplift your mood in any way you can. We are still in the darkest parts of winter. We are still being ruled by Capricorn energy just a little bit longer, but here in a few weeks, we're going to shift the sun the moon, Venus, Mercury, and Mars all into Aquarius and a bunch of other planets are going to shift into Sagittarius and there's going to be some Venus ruling energy and it's going to all be good and uh, get us really pumped for the year to come. So looking forward to it, looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, looking forward to seeing you in the 13 Moons membership. We're going to be doing a lot of magical practices there in the next 13 Moons to come, by the way. It's all going to start, like our magical practices together will all start with the Aquarius lunar cycle. So hopefully I'll see you there too. Until we meet again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy and well. May we all feel safe and at peace. And may we all feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is already happening, and so it might be. Namaste. Blessed be.